Hello, everyone. Welcome to 15 Minutes with Friends. My name's Ryan Corey, and I'm so excited today to be here with one of my friends, Mr. Jeffrey Rothenberg. How are you, buddy? Hey, Ryan. Really good to be here. Uh, really honored to be one of your guests, and I uh, hope you're doing well. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a strange world that we're living in right now, uh, but, you know, I... I constantly tell people, I I bring you up, actually. I say, I know one guy who's like super well-equipped for this, at least in my (laughs) opinion, just because of who you are and how you live and the things that you believe, which we'll get into. But just share with everyone like a 60-second snippet of your story. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'm born and raised in the Bay Area. I spent about 30 years there before moving to Phoenix two years ago. Um, Grew up in a really loving household. My parents uh, were built their real estate business from the ground up and were in residential real estate. Um, My brother has always been a hustler, an entrepreneur. Him and I started an online ticket brokerage company when we were 16 years old uh, and always kind of had that entrepreneurial bug. Uh, and kind of just, you know, technology focused, uh, gritty background um, from kind of where I was raised and, you know, had a lot of, um, you know, successful people around me that really motivated me to, I think, be the person that I am today, um, both career wise and personally. Um, I think in my career, um, you know, my, my career took a different path than most people. Um, when I was 21, I was managing a hundred person team at a target store. Um, and my whole career I've been in leadership. Um, so where a lot of people started, you know, as an individual contributor, I kind of got thrown into the deep end and had to learn really quickly and made a lot of mistakes along the way. Um, but it's really kind of grown me into the leader that I am today, uh, currently in my operations role at, at Mosaic. Yeah. And, and one of the most unique things I think about you is uh, just the way you approach like gratitude and encouragement. And it has to be a little bit informed by the fact that you're 21, you're leading 100 people who many of them are probably older than you, like you have to come with something different, right? You got to be better, you got to be different in one way or another. Like, talk about how you learn that gratitude, that way of encouragement and like how that plays out in your life today. Yeah, absolutely. Well, going back to when I first started my career at Target, it's a really humbling uh, situation walking into a Target store when you're 21 years old. And I had never, you know, I I was a team, you know, I, I led my team captain for my lacrosse team. But, you know, it's my first leadership role and and I'm managing people who are 16 years old to 75 years old. A lot of people who it's their second and third job. So it's very humbling. uh, But you realize that there's some patterns in in um, how to do it. Right. Um, You know, really care deeply about people, treat people well, um, set expectations, um, make things fun. Um, those are a lot of different things that were really important to me uh, when I first started my career that have benefited me later in my career. Um, but, you know, really going to the positivity and the gratitude piece, um, I think the thing that I really try and stand for when I think of of my reputation and, and kind of who I am as a person 
is, you know, I always try and leave people better than I find them. Um, so every interaction, it could be a three minute interaction. It could be a three year interaction. Um, I'm always trying to, to, to just leave people with wisdom, leave people with positive energy, leave people feeling better about themselves than before they, they came into contact with me. Um, and so that's been really, really huge for me. Um, you know, and, and I talk a lot about, you know, the, the importance of positivity and enthusiasm is huge. Um, I, when I talk to students um, at Grand Canyon University, which I, I love to mentor a lot, um, I talk about just the importance of enthusiasm and, and positivity in life and in organizations. It, it's infectious. Um, people forget this is a relationship business, life and in organizations. Um, and actually, Ryan, one of my favorite um, writers, this guy named Kevin Kelly, he, you know, he said being enthusiastic is worth 25 IQ points. And I love that, mm, right? I love that too. <laughs> you, you know, and, and so I think, you know, having that enthusiasm for, for, for life, for people, um, having that positivity is just so huge. Um, and has really helped me a lot in my career and in my relationships. And then I think lastly, on the gratitude piece, um, you know, simply put, when you're grateful for the things that you have in life, you're just going to be happier. Okay. You know, so I think pace, you know, placing gratitude at the core of, of who I am makes me a happier person, really puts things into perspective, especially as you mentioned earlier during uncertain times like this. And, you know, there's, there's a couple things, there, there's a lot that I want people to know about you, but, but a couple things that, that strike me uh, in particular, um, when you're talking about gratitude and how it's important to you and how you mentor students to, to think that way, um, it's not only students, man, you gave at, well, I don't know, I guess I would have been 32, 33 years old at this point. You gave me my first gratitude journal and you started that habit in me. So like just that generosity uh, and that deep care for people, you, you brought that up. You said, I, I care deeply about people and that's part of my success. Like that's real. Like that, is, that is so real and so to the core of who you are. And like, if, if there's a few things that people take away from this conversation, like that's one of the things I want people to take away. And, and the, the other thing that, that I really think about is you're one of the um, inspirations for me to kind of have this podcast because when you and I first met, I mean, you jumped straight into it and uh, like you told me things about you in the first 15 minutes of us meeting that I was kind of like, man, this, this is kind of, this is kind of deep. Like this, this <laughs> dude's a vulnerable dude and he's just kind of out there sharing like talk about that talk, talk about and and by the way that's what i want this podcast to be i want to just cut through all the other stuff and be like who are you what matters to you how do you approach that in new relationships and new conversations and just that vulnerability that that you display in like super authentic and strong ways oh yeah so you're referring to my coffee dates with, with people and you, and you were, yeah, you were one of the first coffee dates. 
coffee yeah. with dudes yeah Co- coffee dates with dudes uh yeah that was my way that i met people in this town because you know eventually you know my first six months in phoenix um i just really wasn't putting myself out there uh and i i realized i was really unhappy with the relationships in my life and i had that belief in myself like wait I'm a cool guy. I have a lot of love to give. I have a lot of great traits to offer. Yes, I need sir. to get out there. And and so I, I will always remember our coffee day. And, and I'm so grateful for that and our friendship that's come from that. Um, but, you know, you talked about vulnerability, right? Like, I think it's just understanding, like, none of us have our shit together. And, like, coming coming to terms with that and being comfortable with, like, we all have our issues that we're working on uh and being open and and i think part part of like maturity right you know i'm 33 now we met when we were 31 you get more comfortable with who you are in your 30s versus in your mid 20s but yeah i've yeah. i've learned in leadership you know vulnerability is a single biggest connector i've ever had to connecting with people um i remember having to have some really difficult conversations in my career. I, I, I've unfortunately had to, you know, I, I've hired hundreds of people and, and I've probably had to fire over a hundred people. And, you know, in having difficult conversations with people, you have to get real. And I, you know, ultimately the goal of having these difficult conversations is to improve performance in leadership, you know, and in the organization that you work on. And and so I have personally found that being vulnerable with people and telling a story, you know, I've told stories of how I failed, uh, how, you know, I've gotten at a company, you know, I've gotten fired from a company. Uh, I've got, a, I've got put on a final warning at a company. I have said things to people that I later regretted, right? I am imperfect. Um, yeah, and yeah. I think just when you kind of cut through the BS all the small talk, uh, you know, and networking with people and, and building relationships and you just get real. There's something really, really powerful. Uh, and uh, it's really helped me in, in my life, in my career building relationships. Is, is that one of those things that you can use as a tool to like weed out? I, I don't want to say weed out people, but like weed out relationships that, that may never get there, that may never be able to match you in terms of that vulnerability and openness. And like, have, have you used, I'll call it like your superpower. Have you used your superpower in that way? Or, or do you not think about it like that? Um, you know, like, I, I, I think I know that being vulnerable is something that you, you, it takes time, right? It, it, it takes it takes exposing yourself. It takes getting hurt. It takes um, getting more comfortable with who you are. And, and not everyone has had, you know, I, I, I had a really blessed upbringing, right? You know, I pretty cushy in the scheme of things. And so I think people grow up differently and have different scars that hold them back. And, and uh, you know, for me, um, this is something I've kind of grown into through building confidence in my career and in, in, in leading teams of people and being a coach. Uh, and that is some of the, one of the things that inspires me every day. And the work I do is I get to coach people. I'm, I joke around, I'm a sports coach, right? You know, I am working with people who are 21, 25, 30, 40 years old, usually in the early to mid stages of their career. 
And so it's an honor where I have them for a year, two years, three years, where I can help mold and develop their career and them, them as people, uh, which is even way more important to me than, than what they do for the company I work at. Uh, and so I've had unique experiences where I've just been able to build up this comfort in myself and this comfort in being upfront, at being vulnerable, telling stories. Uh, and so I don't really use it to weed people out per se. Um, I just, you know, I'm a no bullshit guy, as you know, right? I, I cut yep, to it. Yep. And, and I think as you get older in the relationships that you have, as you know, Ryan, you know, you do have to cut some people out that, that can't meet you at your level or don't bring the value that you expect and want out of the limited amount of free time that you have to, to, to share with the relationships that you have in your life. So, um, I, I, I'm not sure if that answers your question, but you know, yeah. Yeah, no, it, it totally does. And I think, you know, as, as you kind of talk about relationships, I mean, there's, there's one relationship that's, that's really crucial to all the other ones, right? And it's kind of your relationship to yourself, and yeah. how aware you are. And one of the things that, that I just appreciate so much about you is, is how self aware you are, and, and how much you think about that, and how much you, uh, you know, you, you, I've known you to like disappear for a weekend at a time and just have a little me trip, uh, which I think is something that I've had to learn, you know, like watching you and being like, oh yeah, that's pretty smart. Um, but I've also watched you take that me time and I just love this. And I want people to hear this from you. Like you keep bags filled with stuff in your car and you hand it out to people in need to talk about what you call those and like that experience for you, because like, this is a pretty radical thing to do when it's 120 degrees in the summer of Phoenix and you're out there like in South central Phoenix, handing out some bags of stuff to people because they need it more than you do. Like to talk about that. Yeah, totally. Well, um, yeah, I call them my bags of love. And it, it's funny, right? As you get older, you, you actually realize that the more you give in life, the more you get. Uh, and, and I think that's one of the big life secrets um, that you get as you get older. Uh, and as we've talked about, Ryan, and as you do such a great job at yourself, like, I've wanted to become a bigger part of our community in Phoenix since I moved here two years ago. That, that was something that was really important to me. Um, you know, building my reputation in the community, building the impact that I have in the community. Uh, and so with my bags of love, it, it's really, it, it's funny. It, it, it doesn't take very long at all, but it, it's an activity I love to do it. I do it a couple times a year and I, I'll take a hundred dollars and I will go to the dollar store. And for anyone who hasn't spent a hundred dollars at a dollar store, it is like a, a supermarket shopping spree. I mean, you're basically yeah, <laughs> you're taking a cart in the dollar store and you're like, you know, throwing everything off the shelves into the cart. And so it's actually a joy to, to go into that store for me and, and spend a hundred dollars on supplies, you know, food, drink, um, toothbrushes, toothpaste, deodorant, soap, and, and I'll, I'll spend a hundred dollars and I'll go back to my house. Um, and I'll, I'll write, you know, 10, 10 cards. Um, and 
you know, just encouraging words on the cards, um, understanding, you know, trying to walk through a mile in their shoes, right? They're, they're on the streets. Um, they've had a really tough life situation. They're trying to overcome this. And so, you know, I really love to give words of encouragement in those cards. And then yeah. I'll put together packages with different supplies from the dollar store um, with the card in it. And I'll put them in the back of my car and I'll just drive around Phoenix and drop them off and hand them off to people. Uh, and again, you know, I'm really the real winner out of this because it makes me feel amazing when I can contribute this. Yeah, that's that's so cool because, you know, you're, you're aware enough to realize that. Um, that you want to give, you have this need and desire to give, you're aware enough to realize like it comes back to you tenfold. You're aware. I mean, but you still do it. Like there's a lot of people who just don't do it. Right. And, and so, you know, that's, that's a huge, that's a huge thing for, for folks just to have someone care about them. And, you know, back to two themes, you deeply care about people and you encourage people like that just keeps coming up in like who you are and how you live. And, uh, is like what is, is that the thing that's become most clear to you like what if if you had to narrow it down to one thing like what do you know to your core that's just super clear to you yeah i i, I think one of the there, there's a couple things that i've gotten more involved in as i've gotten older and and one of the things i'm really interested in is, is stoicism and learning about the you know roman emperors and, and some of the wisdom that they had to share marcus aurelius and those types. And, you know, there, there's actually two things um, that I want to talk about. Uh, one is, you know, thinking about death, thinking about, you know, your life's reputation. Um, and the other thing is controlling the things that you can control uh, in life. And I think talking about the first one, you know, you think about uh, going to a funeral, if you've ever been to a funeral, uh, you know, they're sad, and they're not talking about you know, oh, Jeff accumulated all these houses and cars and, you know, dated all these hot girls or something. That's not what they talk about at your funeral. They're, they're talking about the person that you are. They're talking about your reputation. They're talking about your legacy, right? The human being you are, right? And so I think about the day that I die, I want people to talk about me in a positive light. I want to feel like I made an impact to the community around me, that I was loved by people, that I had amazing friendships and relationships in my mind, and that I invested in experiences above all else. And so I think that's been a clear thing that as I time, time travel to hopefully 50 or 60 years from now at my own funeral, that people talk about me in that positive light and are really reflecting yeah. on, on my contributions during my life. Right. So I think that's huge. That's and then I think the, the last thing would be is controlling the things I can con control in life, not letting external situations um, that I have no control over, um, you know, determine my thoughts, determine my actions and really focusing on what are the things I can control every day. And I think that's especially huge right now, right? You think about what we're going through, right? And this pandemic is like, you know, something we've never experienced before. And it's making a lot of people sick, you know? And yeah. it's not just the people who are catching this disease. It's the mental side of it, too. I, I know personally, I've been experiencing a lot more anxiety recently that has come out of nowhere. And it's understandable because we're, we're locked in our homes. We're separated from people we love where our routine is disrupted and whatnot. But 
you know, I think the thing that I try and control every day is, you know, what am I doing, right? Am I, am I working on positive activities that are going to improve me as a person? So am I eating right? Mm -hmm. Am I sleeping right? Am I exercising enough? Am I getting out in nature? Am I, you know, doing fun, goofy activities in my house um, that, you know, make me a better person? Am I writing more? Um, am I taking advantage of this, this limited time that we have as we're going through this to try and, you know, control the things I can control and make me a better person. And I think that's been one of those things that, you know, I can't control that this pandemic is going on. I can't control when I hit traffic on the freeway. Right. But I can control my reactions and my responses to it. And I think that's been a huge thing for me. One final question. You mentioned a, a, when you were 16, you and your brother started a, a ticket brokering business. Do you think that business failed because you were trying to sell crummy Warriors tickets? <laughs> oh, no, no. I, 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 think, I think it was ma- massively successful because I was trying to sell amazing Warriors tickets. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, when I was trying to sell Warriors tickets, the, the, the team, I think, won 19 games that season so nobody even nobody even knew like where they played oh yeah i don't know how you sold any tickets yeah you know i the truth be told i actually i didn't buy any warriors tickets because you know having an online ticket brokerage company it's really simple it's supply and demand right when there's a limited supply and a lot of demand there's a secondary market where you can mark tickets up and make money on them right there was there was a large supply of available Warriors tickets when I grew up and very little demand to see them play. Unlike the Warriors nowadays, who, by the way, Ryan, have won multiple championships, <laughs> uh, more than I can say a team that you're a fan of. Uh, but, uh, you know, that's funny. I, I knew you were going to go there with that one. <laughs> Well, hey, I need to be predictable in some ways because I threw a ton of questions at you that I did not give you any uh notice that they were coming and uh it's like every other conversation that i have with you though i just enjoy it i appreciate it i learn from it and uh that's what i'm hoping uh others uh will will get from this little snippet too and who knows you may get more man coffee dates after this (laughs) awesome all right all all the men out there i'm available for men coffee dates (laughs) And uh, I'm proud of you, Ryan, that you're doing this, this podcast, Way to Take Initiative, and uh, really grateful for the opportunity to share some time with you and uh, grateful for our relationship, man. Likewise, brother. This has been 15 Minutes with Friends. Thank you to Jeff Rothenberg, and we'll see you next time.